What is going on, guys? And welcome to, or welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. Guys, my name is Olivia, and I am here to have a chat exclusively with my ladies today. Um, I'm going to be real. This podcast and everything that I do is really for girls only, okay? It's like a girls only club. And this podcast is no different because today we're going to be talking about periods, ant flow, menstrual cycles, the whole nine. Uh, let me just say all the period words that I can right now. So any man that is listening to this, I can just see themselves out. <laughs> this is not for you guys. Uh, but guys, today, since I know that all of you guys are women, my entire community, my entire client community, and all of the humans that I have ever worked with, um, with the exception of whenever I was first starting off in coaching, my dad actually let me coach him for practice. So shout out to you, Chris. You are amazing. Um, you definitely don't need to listen to this if you're here, but love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact, my dad actually likes everything I think that I put out on the internet and he was in my women's private Facebook group until I actually had to remove him several years ago because he is absolutely an incredible supporter. But love you, dad. If you're here, love you. I'll, I'll see you later. Um, regardless, guys, we are talking all things period and progress on your fitness journey because here's what I know. With this being an all-women community, okay, and with this being the girls' vibe here on my corner of the internet... I feel like it's so important for us to talk about how do we have a cycle, make progress in our fitness journey, not go backwards, not give in to every single craving, or generally just not feel good once every four weeks for about four to seven days and not let it impact our progress. Because here's the thing. I don't know about you, but sometimes on my cycle, I generally don't crave a vegetable generally don't have the the ache and desire to get under a really heavy squat bar. I don't necessarily feel extremely motivated to hit my 6 a.m. workout. I don't feel like I'm jumping out of bed to put on, you know, tight leggings and go lift or tight clothes in general or just even clothes in general, sweatpants only, right? But here's what I know. I have been working exclusively and coaching exclusively ladies for quite a long time and over 500 women so far in my career. And what I have found to be true in just about every single case is that no woman is feeling more excited or more motivated or more anything whenever they're on our menstrual cycle. However, this is something that impacts every single one of us every single month, every few weeks. And we know whenever we're looking at our menstrual cycle, if we have even let's just say like one week a month where we feel like kind of PMSy, we feel like we're, we're just kind of sick, we feel kind of achy belly, we feel kind of swollen or puffy or what have you. Let's say just as a general rule, about seven days out of the month, uh, maybe a couple days before we start our cycle, maybe through a four or five day bleed or whatever's typical for you, about seven days on average a month, every month for a year. If we make choices that send us backwards in our progress every time we're on our cycle throughout that week, we are literally erasing three whole months of possible progress or we are backtracking 12 weeks from the year because we're sending ourselves actively backwards. Think about that for a sec. Think about that for a hot second. Whenever it comes to our cycle, what I have personally found is that The better I treat my body, the more water I drink, the more high quality foods that I eat, the cleaner my diet is, and the more active I am, the better I treat my body, the smoother my cycles go. But I'm also going to be honest and tell you that didn't happen right away. So if you are in the thick of it with your cycles and you are generally, or maybe you're having like those angry first few cycles postpartum because holy bananas, 
I generally got, I felt like I was getting kicked in the teeth. That was a new experience for me. Those hormones were so whack. It was insane. Fun fact, got my period back five weeks postpartum woohoo! while I was breastfeeding. <laughs> Go me. Um, but guys, today I want to just crack open a few of the things that we can do as women while we are on our period to either hold the line in our progress and not send you backwards at all, move forward in your progress so that you are kind of even up one on the other end of the first few days of your cycle and really allow yourself to feel good, take the space and time you need to let your body do its thing, but also not be sending yourself actively backwards and not be erasing progress in your fitness goals. Okay. It's got three things I want to share with you. First one being to do your darndest to continue in your routine. Okay. This is probably the most important part of me being able to make progress whenever I'm on my period because this is so vital for me. I am a routine-oriented person, okay? I didn't even know how much I loved routine until I had a child, and I thrive on routine. I see my child thrive on routine. I see my dogs thrive on routine. I love routine, okay? And here's what I know. Whenever I am in a groove with my routine, the best thing that I can do is not view my routine as a negotiable, but it's a happening. It's a set in stone. It's this thing is happening. Now, how am I going to check these boxes? How am I going to accomplish this? With my son and putting him to bed, our routine is on the nights he takes a bath, we take a bath. After bath, we do jammies. We do teeth brushing. We put on a sleep sack. We read books. Dad comes up. We pray. We do the things. We go to bed. We turn on the sound machine. We do the Disney lullabies. It is the same all of the time. If we're getting home later, it is still the same all of the time, okay? Plus or minus the bath, but it is the same all of the time. You wanna know what? My child sleeps so well whenever we follow this routine. It works so well, I can see it. I can see it. He knows that it's time for bed, he's ready. I know that it's time for bed, I'm ready. It is so wonderful. The vibes around bedtime are good vibes most of the time. But here's the thing, no matter what time we get home, if it's seven or if it's 9.30, it's not if we're gonna do a bedtime routine. It's this is what's best for him, for us, for our family. This is what works and this is what needs to be done. So we're going to do it. What I feel like we can take away from that is when we start looking at our health and fitness habits as I am doing this, it's just a matter of how just a matter of when, but I am doing this. I'm doing this today. And we are consistent in our routine and we're continuing in our routine unless we had like some extreme circumstance happen. I'm talking under anesthesia. I'm talking something crazy happened. We should be able to embody the phrase like I'm continuing in my routine today. And how this relates to us being on our cycle is when I am on my cycle, what I am generally not doing is pushing weight really, 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 really heavy. I'm generally not trying to hit PRs. I'm generally not trying to do the heaviest leg day I've ever done. Generally not trying to wear super tight clothes or putting on my lifting belt because that blows. I don't want to do that. (laughs) But what I'm generally doing is getting my butt where it needs to be and moving my body. This might mean that I do breath work and core work and I work on my deep core and I lay on my yoga mat and do some stretches for 20 minutes because I feel like crap. And you want to know what? I still continued in my routine. One of the best things we can do whenever we have a consistent routine established is reinforce it. We reinforce it, we reinforce it, we reinforce it. And we make this routine so strong that no matter what, it's not a question of if I don't start my period, I'll go to the gym. It's I'm going to the gym 
It could be a question of what exactly gets accomplished if I really don't feel good and need to give myself a little bit of grace. But we want to be so adamant to continue in our routine, okay? Continuing in your routine to the best of your abilities. Keep eating the same food, keep having the same schedule, keep doing the same things, keep having the alarm for your workout. I don't think it is helpful and I've never seen it be an asset to anybody to date. You can prove me wrong, but I've never seen it and I've never experienced it. That someone going blatantly off track or having like a period week vibe where they totally just go a wall on their habits, a wall on their routines, ever be something that helps them long-term to be able to be more sustainable in their health and fitness. I've never seen it to be true, so I'm not gonna tell you guys that it works. Now, going into number two that I have for you guys here. The second thing that I think can be super helpful to embody whenever you're on your period, especially if you are on a muscle building, a toning up journey, a leaning out journey, a calorie deficit, maybe you're dieting this summer, what have you, and you are balancing period cravings and also diet. The best thing that I can recommend that you do is that you allow yourself to have the foods that you're craving. Yes, let me say it again. Allow yourself to have the foods that you are craving. Here's why. First things first, if your diet doesn't suck, your diet is not restricting you from all the foods that you like to eat, okay? Let's just do a little quick plug. I am a huge fan of macros because of this reason alone, okay? I'm a big fan of macros for so many reasons, but I'm a huge fan of macros because I can eat whatever I want, okay? And the reason why I coach macros is because It demands that you learn about what you're putting in your body, okay? Any diet should be teaching you how to eat, okay? It's not an effective diet and it's not a lifelong solution if you're just following a rule book or following a meal plan and you don't know the why and you don't know the how and you don't understand it, okay? Macros teaches you a lot, okay? The second thing that it does is it does not tell you that you can or can't eat at this restaurant or that restaurant or this food or that food. The way that I run coaching macros in all of my programs with every single one of my clients is... I want you to be eating at least 80% fuel-based food, 20% soul-based food, okay? There's a place for everything. But the only foods that I don't want you to eat are the foods that you're intolerant or allergic to, the foods that you just don't like. Now the rest is kind of up to you. And inside of macros, when you're tracking macros, there's a couple of different ways to do it. You can either do calorie and protein goal, Or you can do a full-out macro goal where you're looking at your carbs, your fat, and your protein, okay? But notice that no matter which of these you choose, you can still have Cadbury eggs as a little snack after dinner if you're craving it. You can still go to UDF and have a little mini milkshake that you split with your husband because you're craving a little bit of ice cream on your period, okay? You can eat a hot Cheeto if you want a hot Cheeto. Why? Because you have space in your calories if you're pre-tracking, right? Plugging in the foods that you want to eat on your period, mindfully, is one of the best things that you can do to help move forward in your progress, not go off the deep end and eat thousands of calories over what you need to be eating for your own results and success. Because contrary to popular belief, you actually can still make an abundance of progress on your fitness journey while you are on your cycle. You don't have to wait till it's over to be able to get a great workout in or be consistent or hit your steps. You don't have to do that at all. But if you are able to use your food choices, use your food diary, if you're tracking in MyFitnessPal, use that. If you're able to say, okay, on my period, I love to have a chocolate Lindor truffle or whatever it is. I don't care what you have. If you are able to today plug it in to your MyFitnessPal menu for tomorrow, literally make your menu for tomorrow, track it so it hits your nutrition goals that you can continue to hold the line and or move forward this week while you're on your cycle and then have the foods that you want. 
It is so much easier and it is so much more tolerable to be able to get all of your needs met, your progress, your goals, your now needs, your cravings, your wants, and be able to cater to all sides of you, okay? I don't think that there's any reason where we have to go over the deep end and give in to every single possible craving that might exist, no matter what. (laughs) I don't think that that needs to happen. But I also do think that if you pick a diet strategy that aligns with your likes, and aligns with your life, and aligns with your goals, and just is in alignment for you on all sides, and you would like to have a piece of chocolate, or you'd like to have some, whatever it is, it doesn't even matter. No matter if you're on your period or not, the beauty of choosing something like that is the flexibility. So if you plug in the flexibility, you get the best of both worlds, everybody's happy, there's no food guilt, there's no crazy stuff happening, we just keep it moving, okay? Intentionality and being mindful with your food goes a long way. Now, the last thing I'm going to share with you guys is that something is always better than nothing. And this is not a groundbreaking practice, okay? This is not an idea that I made up. And this is, I'm not the only person that is saying this about health and fitness or about anything in general, okay? But I just generally believe getting on the board, putting in effort, doing what you can is always going to take you farther and have a bigger payoff than you could ever imagine than just not showing up at all. I think that even if you can only give 50% to you and your fitness journey while you're on your period, because this one was just a tough one, I want you to understand that that 50%, if that's really all you can give, when you give that 50, that's actually you giving your 100% because you're giving all that you can. Not every day will be the highest energy day. Not every day will be the best workout. Not every day will be the PR day. Not every day you'll want to be able to hit two more working sets after you hit this top weight. No, not every day is that day. And if it's not that day on your period, that's okay. If you go into your workout and you're able to even give 50%, but you got in a workout, you reinforced a routine, you continued in the pattern, you showed up for yourself, you quite honestly just didn't quit because it was a little bit uncomfortable. You did the thing. That is huge. Okay, I want you to recognize that that is so huge. But what I also want you to recognize in choosing to move forward while you're on your cycle and choosing to move forward when you're on your period allows you such a huge epic mindset of I am going to choose what I want most and not choose what I'm doing based on how I feel right now. I think that there's this false conception that, you know, things are always going to be easier tomorrow, right? Things are always going to be easier tomorrow. And in some ways, I believe this. On the hard days, yes, tomorrow is brand new. It's, it's a clean slate, 100%. But what I also think is that if we continuously are waiting on your period or not to feel motivated and to feel excited and to feel ready and to feel blah, 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 before we take action in doing anything, I want you to recognize that you're going to feel fine so many more times than you're going to feel absolutely on fire, fantastic. You know what I mean? You're going to feel fine. Working out is going to feel good. It's going to feel epic. So many more days then it will feel like the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> you had your best workout of all time and you slept 12 and a half hours last night and you're jumping off the walls like a little jumping bean. What I want you to understand is that when we take action, sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm just gonna wait until tomorrow because I don't feel especially good today. We have this kind of routine of like, if I'm not on top of the world, I'm gonna wait till I am before I do something. What I find when we wait for that mentality, what I find when I wait for that, a couple of weeks ago, I did not feel good. And I remember 
I was like, you know what? I don't know. It might've been during the time where I had an ear infection. I'm going to be honest with you. An ear infection as an adult is a new level of pain. And it lasted when I tell you like, I don't even know, like a week. It was insane. But every single time I have made an excuse about, I'm just going to work out tomorrow, even though it's Tuesday and I always work out on Tuesdays or it's Friday during nap time. And that's when I always work out, whatever it is. Anytime I make an excuse because I don't feel so good, I always, and when I tell you always, I always regret it because then the next day something will get hijacked and I actually can't, or I don't even have an opportunity or time. I'm not even going to be home. Something happens and I didn't know about it. Chance gone. Missed a workout. My fault, right? The more that we can just take action and say, okay, I'm going to go down. I have 20 minutes to work out, but 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. And I know I have 20 minutes today. I don't know what I'm going to have tomorrow. I'm going to go and do what I can today and have that mentality of what can I do today? Something is always better than nothing. And taking that something step forward, what an epic mindset to have truly guys, when you're on your cycle, continuing in routine, being mindful and intentional about the food so that you feel supported by your nutrition. You're feeling good. You feel like your food is giving you a warm hug if you need it to. And recognizing that something is always better than nothing and taking a step forward is better than just not moving because it doesn't sound like fun. What an epic energy to be in and what a wonderful place to thrive in your fitness journey. I told you at the beginning of this episode, if we choose to do nothing during our cycles every week, every month for a year, even just a year, you're looking at literally 25% of the year that you're just throwing your progress out the window. I hope that this podcast gives you the opportunity to think of what you're doing during your cycle differently and allows you to kind of, you know, put different things on your radar of what options you have or how you can have a better plan of attack moving forward. If you guys need anything from me at all, you know where to find me over on Instagram. And if you liked this episode, I would love it and be so appreciative of if you would download this episode or save it or send it to a friend. Little actions like that actually make a huge difference in my ability to be able to reach other women in their health and fitness journey and deliver them the same real information that I'm delivering to you right now to help their fitness journey feel so good, feel so simple and feel so clear. And that is my mission to help change the world by making fitness feel just simple and accessible. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Peek.